Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will begin a new message, which is titled, It Is Written. While this message is a part of our larger Exodus series, Pastor Chuck will draw from Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11 as his primary text for this message. His goal is for us to achieve a victorious mindset in Jesus so that we are prepared for our personal Exodus. If you have your Bibles, please turn them over to Matthew 4 right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. We're going to get right on into it. Uh, get right on into it today. I want to be a blessing to you as, as much as I can. Um, our journey so far through Exodus uh, was not solely meant to be centered or rooted in the book of Exodus. Uh, it's more so looking at how we can come out before we come out. Translation, how do we develop a mindset? A mindset in Christ Jesus. We're letting that mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in us. That, that mindset that says that in Christ Jesus, we do have the victory. Don't make me bring Mr. Charles in here to sing that victory belongs to Jesus. Don't make me do it because I will do it. But I just want you to know that we can take on the mind. We can take on a victorious mindset in Christ Jesus. Why? Because he did everything necessary to save us. And if he did everything that was necessary to save us, he can and continue to do everything necessary to sustain us. That's a word for somebody right there. Somebody needed to hear that today, this morning. If Christ did what was needed, what was necessary for your salvation, he will continue to do and has already done everything necessary to sustain you and whatever you're dealing with in your life right now. I promise you, all of the promises in Christ Jesus are yes and amen. He has done everything to fulfill that, and he is the Lord your God who provides. He is the Lord your God who is your strength. Who is, he is the Lord your God who is your joy, your peace, your hope, your help, your health, and all of these other things. And so for us, as we're looking at Exodus, we're looking, yes, we're walking through the book of Exodus, but it's more so about knowing that our God is the great deliverer and that he will bring us out of places of trial. He'll bring us out of places of bondage and to a place of triumph and to a place of blessing. He'll bring us out of the trial and to a place of triumph. He'll bring us out of the bondage and to a place of blessing. I got scripture for that, but you got scripture for it too. It says, uh, 2 Corinthians talking about thanks be to God who causes us to triumph in his name. So we so we we bless him that he causes us to triumph. He gives us the victory because he is the victor. And so we stand in him. And I, you heard me tell you this before. The, the, the real victory is not in the overcoming. It's in relationship with the one who overcame. The real victory is not in the overcoming. Yes, that's victory. Yes, that's something we can shout about, thank God about, praise God about, all those good things. But that's not the real victory. That's not the thing that we anchor our hope into. That's what we not what we anchor our trust in. What we anchor it in, we anchor it in in relationship with the one who overcame for us and now gives us the power and divine strategies to overcome. The victory is not in the outcome. The victory is in the one who came out for us. That's another word. I've said these things before, but I just wanted to remind you or refresh you today. Refresh your mind today with these truths that are found in scripture about our great and mighty God. Somebody say it's great right now. Let's take a pause right now. Somebody say it's great. 
Say, my God, y'all know how I like to say it. My God is bad. And beside him, there is no other. He is incomparable. Come on, invite him in right now. Say you're great, Lord. You're great in my life. You're great in my circumstance. You're great in my situation. You're great in my mind. You're great in my heart. You're great in my soul. You're great in my battle. Lord, you are the Lord God, strong and mighty. You are the Lord God, mighty in battle. Somebody come on and lift him up. Invite him in. Tell him how great he is. Tell him how wonderful he is. Oh, you know, y'all you, know we don't do things according to form or fashion. Come on and bless him right where you are. Just adore him. Say some affectionate words to him. Let him know that you believe, that you trust, that he's great, that he's mighty, that he's holy, that he's loving, that he's just, that he's real, that he's present. Whatever you want to say to him right now, just lift him up right now, right where you are. Let's take a lift up break. This is a lift up break. Lift up the name of Jesus break. That's what we're going to lift up the name of Jesus. And all you can do is say his name right now. Say his name right now. Speak peace to your storm, to the storm within your soul, within your mind right now. Bring that under subjection to him by just simply saying his name. Just say his name right now. Put yourself at ease. Put yourself at, in his loving arms. Put yourself in his care right now. Just speak the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't make me get Corinne Hawthorne in here on you and speak the name of Jesus. But hallelujah, we're going to bless his name and we're going to thank him. And we're going to go to Matthew chapter four. If you're not already there, Matthew chapter four, Matthew chapter four. Our goal today is to continue to build on what we have been learning. And one of the things that we have been learning even recently in our, in our morning glory prayer meetings, our morning glory prayer meetings, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, what we have been learning and what the Lord is leading us into this season is spiritual stability. Spiritual stability. This is rooted in two places. The first one is in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 17 through 18. But in verse uh, 18, he, the apostle Peter gives us the instruction to grow in grace and then the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Verse 17, he talks about why we should do that so that we will not lose our stability and we won't lose it by ultimately listening and leaning into false doctrine, but not, not, not solely being tricked by the enemy, but also not being tricked by human cunningness. Those who which deceitful schemes and evil schemes operate through. So not being caught up in the foolishness of man, in the tricks of man, in the schemes of man, by which you will lose your own stability. So then he says for us to grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The other passage where it is rooted, when we just walk through Ephesians chapter 4, we saw this in verses 11 through 16 or so, I believe it is. But that then he tells us to um, grow into the unity of the faith until all have come to the unity of the faith. And that we're rooted and grounded in him. So we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine and deceitful schemes. And so that's paraphrasing that passage. But that's what we are. This, this two things help to anchor us in this. Anchor us in this. And so my goal today is to continue to build on an important, that important subject, that important theme that has been a part of this Exodus series and has uh, um, recently been even more highlighted, spotlighted by the Holy Spirit. And that again is spiritual stability. James, I love the way James says it because this is something that we're going to learn today. We're going to learn to submit ourselves even more to God. So we can resist, resist, I can't even talk right now, resist the devil and he will flee from us. 
And so we want to submit ourselves. We want to continue to immerse ourselves and growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so we can submit ourselves more deeply, more richly, more lovingly, more, more, more effectively in him so that when the enemy comes in, we can resist him and tell him to get out my face. Some of y'all need to, some of y'all need to do that right now. Some of y'all need to go old school. You need to go old school, right? You get you need to you need you need to fix your mouth. You need to bite your bottom lip. You should get on my face, devil. I'm sick of you. Some of y'all, some of you, right? You still wrestling with the enemy because you won't use your words for the enemy. We'll get to that in a second. Some of you are still wrestling with the enemy. Because you continue to use your hands and your feet, but we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but a, a, but a, 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 a spiritual wickedness and powers and rulers and high places and authorities and all that type. That's what we're wrestling against. So some of you have to learn what we're going to learn today is how to, how to fight in the spirit, how to war in the spirit. And I'm going to show you how our Lord and Savior did it. He used his words. He used his words. Some of us are still wrestling with the enemy because we won't use our words for the enemy. And some of you got to develop that inner wrath and anger towards him. You like, if you don't get off my face right now, I'm going to smack the living. You got to get, you got to get, you got to get intoxicated with rage against his schemes and his tactics of trying to steal, kill, and destroy the saints. You have to take you have to take that captive and be like, no, uh-uh. You will not have a stronghold in my life. You will not have a stronghold in my mind. You will not have a stronghold in my soul. You will not have a stronghold in my heart. Get up my face, devil. I'm sick of you. Some of you need to just go old school like an old school mother who tired of seeing their child cut up in a public place and they turn and give them that look. If you move one more dog on time, I'm going to tear your butt up. You got to get furious with the enemy like that. If you do it, if you say another word, devil, you say another thing to me, devil, I'm going to slam knock your head off. Some of y'all got to get indignant like that with the enemy. You've been too cute. You've been too passive. Oh, flee. Oh, no, 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 no. It ain't time. It's, it, it's time. I, that's been time out for that. That was never a resource we should have ever picked up and used. You got to get old school grandmama style. You cutting up in the church and she turn around and give you that look. Do it. She don't even say her eyes say this. Do it again. She just give you that look. And that looks. Do it again. And see if I don't knock your head off. That's how you got to get with the enemy. So that's how I'm hoping to serve you today. I'm hoping to serve you in that way, that you get real indignant and real upset with the enemy. Why? All right, here we go. Here we go. Remember this from last week. This is very important. Remember this. We learned this last week. Whatever has your attention also has your attitude and actions as well. Whatever has your attention has your attitude and actions as well. The enemy wants you to be filled with the world and its standards. The enemy wants you to be filled with worldly ways, a worldly mindset. The enemy wants to trap you up in the confines of the systems and structures of the world. But God wants you to be filled with his word. He wants you to be filled with his word. That's why we close out all of our services. May the God of hope give you joy and peace in your believing. That is believing comes from his word. 
so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. That's our focus so that you will abound in hope. So I hope to lead us today for you to begin to position, right? For some of you to begin to officially position yourself in this way. And for others, it's for us to grow further in our understanding on this simple yet powerful divine strategy and this all important subject matter that we're going to see in scripture today. There's a divine strategy for our victory that we're going to see from Matthew chapter four. Now, let me put you on notice. Just what I'm doing. I'm a cough. My asthma been flaring up in the season. A lot of humility stuff going on, right? So I ain't got the COVID. <clears throat> I just need to get out of the way. You'll hear that from time to time. Y'all know how I do. I get nasally congested, all that type of stuff. It's a little distraction, a little interrupting. Don't get distracted. Pastor, all good. Amen. In Jesus' name. So here we go. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Here we go. Verse 1 reads, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. I need you to pay close attention to every single verse. Verses 1 through 11. I need you to pay close attention. I need you to listen. I need you to engage. For some of you, I need you to physically change your posture. I need you to grab a pen, grab a highlighter, your notebook, whatever you need to have. Because if you're going to really walk in victory, you got to know how to fight. So this ain't a time to be passive. If you're sitting there just laying back and chilling and just hoping this gonna re- you're going to receive this by osmosis, I'm going to tell you the enemy going to whip your tail. I'm just going to put, I'm just going to tell you that. I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to be real with you. Listen, they used to tell us back in the day, there was certain people, I don't care how good of a fighter you were, how bad you were, there was just something you said, hey man, listen, I ain't fooling with such and such. Like, I, I listen, I got, I, got the, I got the hands. Back in my day, we used to say, throw them nuts, them knuckles. You used to throw them nuts. But I, you know, I can stand, I can, I can do that. But it's just some people, it ain't even worth it. It ain't even worth it. So for some of y'all, to be honest, it ain't, it, listen, listen. You got to use a greater power, a greater source. We got to tap into the Lord Jesus who has defeated the devil on our behalf. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking the time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That's www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we would love to have you join us. On our website, you can find the dates that we are meeting in person as we are still operating under a modified schedule due to the pandemic. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel each and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Please join us for our next episode where Pastor Chuck delivers the second part of this message entitled, It Is Written. Thank you.